Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the program at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the Program Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Hi everyone, Ben here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Angelina Orlicky, Sigurd Hrothbitnir, Surly Beast, George Salaya, Margot Axum, Julianne Bowman, Alexander Mulhern, Samantha Paul, Jay Casey, Emily Jane, Will Kaleda, Laura Eberly, John Bettin, Alicia Ochsner, Brad Bone, Alan Sharp, Viviane Ann, Lauren Davis, Shelley Darrington, Macy Grant. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards. Episode 59 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... James Ross, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, Ben Meredith, and who are you playing? Sir Bertrand McGuffigan, Hamid Salah Harun Al-Tahan, Sasha Rackett, Sophie Smith, and everything's still technically fine, insofar as you're alive. So, we think... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, oh, you've done no. some healing spells and no one's taken damage from that, so yeah, technically... True, true. <laughs> so, where we left off, let's take a moment to recap. After basically turning off, let's just call it the internet, for the sake of ease, you all had a bit of rest and recuperation, and then and Wild ended up turning up and basically saying, we need to go right now. It was all a little bit tense. 
fall a little bit off. Well, he was being an obstructive, annoying person. So Oscar Wilde. <laughs> and for rest and recuperation, Reed, going out into the city as Batman and saving people. That's what I said, rest, yeah. and, rest and recuperation. Like, yeah. what, what do you do in your time? Well, I was sulking, so... <laughs> it's my weekend. And of course, by rest and recuperation, I also mean growing a pair of water legs. Let's not oh, forget that. Oh, yeah, that, that happened, I guess. <laughs> and meeting a god. Multiple times, in fact. It was a really busy weekend. Okay? <laughs> it was a very busy rest and relaxation. So you all headed out and then got jumped by what turned out to be a bunch of gnomes in overcoats. And they managed to incapacitate Wild, but you all managed to effectively beat them up. And you took a couple hostages. Blow up a car. Blow up a car. And then heading off into a different part of Paris, hopefully trying to get out. You took shelter in a locksmith's shop and interrogated some gnomes only for what seemed to be a representative of Lagormand to turn up with an enormous amount of force behind him. That didn't go particularly well. He's dead now, isn't he, Hamid? Let's negotiate. Let's negotiate, Hamid. Let's negotiate. And your answer was... Burn. Burn his face. So so he's gone now. Mm -hmm. And that kind of prompted everyone to do a little bit of, you know, attacking just in general. Just some light murder. Just some light murder. Mm -hmm. Bertie did manage to get about, what was this? It was like 15 arrows to the face, something like that. Like, like, that. Open the door. What's behind this door? Death. death. Oh. Lots of death. How close is that door? So much that's death. A, that's a bad door. By door. <laughs> so they came through the walls. Yes. The, the secret is to change your choice after they've revealed the door where the death is. Ah. <laughs> Just turn back to page 57. Yeah. You didn't yeah. mean that one. That was yeah. And you all made it basically to the back of the locksmith, stepped out, and then use the distraction of a tank, mm-hmm. an actual tank turning up, except covered in falcons and gold. It was very shiny, except it, except it wasn't. I mean, it looked like something that Blizzard would design. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And Bertie's suit of armour was like, Mummy! <laughs> <laughs> except then it kind of turned out not to be real, but it bought you enough time to get out back. And mm. so you are, you are all currently out back of the alleyway. Hidden behind an Hidden upturned... behind an overturned vehicle. Are we still under fire? There are still archers. They were sort of running away, But there is a lot of distraction and scattering due to the tank. So there are a couple of archers who still have a a line on you, but not whilst you are behind the car. There is an enormous amount of disturbance happening on the far side of the locksmiths. It sounds like some interior walls may have collapsed in the locksmiths, meaning you're probably safe from people coming out the door that you just ran out of. I hope they had good insurance. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I do like when we when we were at the locksmith, we were like, okay, we just want to stay here the night. We don't want to do much damage. I want to steal yeah. anything. Yeah, uh, you were like, ooh. don't take that chain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, Sasha, put that down. <laughs> Why would you take miles to work locks tools? And you're like, glad that I did now, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. managed to get us out the back. All right. <laughs> all right, yeah. So we will pick up where we left off. I am going to take initiative fresh for the simple okay. reason that a lot has happened and there's been a lot of confusion. And then we will use that to determine what happens next. So with that in mind, Bertie, what's your initiative? Nine. Nine. And Hamid? Six. Six. And Sasha? Eight. Eight. And Zolf? Ooh, 18. Wowzers! I've okay. got a good eventually initiative. Statistics, I guess. And so, literally twice as fast as everyone else, oh. Zolf, you're first. I'm going to actually just cast Guidance on Bertie. Okay. And then have a look around. So you get plus one on a single attack roll, saving throw, or skill check. Is this through um, the customary butt point? Yes. Okay. I'm just going to. Wait, what? He can reach above the butt now. He has a habit of casting all he's, helpful yeah. spells by poking Bertie in the butt. It's, it's an established precedent. That's, um, that's, um, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> With the established butt connection point. Yeah, Plug Poseidon in. is also the patron saint of suppositories. Well, these patron saints get really weird. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, one minute or until used. So, so that's probably the combat. So it's a plus one. Do I get to apply it after the roll has been uh, made? What's the... No, you, no, get, you get a bonus roll. to the first roll you do. Oh, so no matter what you roll, you will have a plus one to it, but only the first time, yeah. and you don't get to choose what it applies to. It just, okay. it just does but the first time. it's an attack roll, saving throw, or skill check. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I will make a perception check, mm-hmm. uh, like poking my head up, having a quick look around, uh, seeing if there are any archers. Okay, give me a perception roll. That is... I'm rolling well, 24. Okay, give me a reflex roll. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Poke your head up above... Sure yeah, great thing. idea. Well, you know, it's only... I hopefully get a lot of cover. That is 13. 13, okay, one second. I got good news and I got bad news. Okay. 
What's the bad news? The bad news is you did get an arrow to the face. And what's the good news? You know that there is an archer and you know where they are. <laughs> that's cool. Let's um, find out how much damage that did. In your face. Yeah, that's, that's not a good place for an arrow to go. Eight. Oh. So it's uh, Does it basically rip off an ear. It, it caught you pretty hard at the <laughs> Let's side. Let's stop talking. <laughs> it caught you pretty hard at the side of the head. It hasn't hit you in the eye or anything like that. Sure. There are at least two archers on the building on the far side of the street. One of whom took the shot on you. You think you saw another one ready to do the same. You poked your head up, went, mm, poked it down, turned to them with an arrow in your head, and just went, yep. Pretty sure you get an arrow in my head because that's going to be in my brain. <laughs> There's an archer in that yeah. direction. Right. Turn around and point. Basically. Ah! All right, there's two archers out there. Be careful. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> and that's my turn. In which case then, Bertie, you are up. Okay, how far away is the building on the other side of the street? So the building that the archers are upon? Yep. It is about 20 feet away. Okay, and how is it accessed? Is there a front door? Yes, there is. is However, it? it looks like it has been barred up, as in it looks like it has a, a shutter pulled down like the, most of the shops. Metal, wood. Metal. It sells antiques specifically. Ooh. Oh, that's great. I'll just, I'll, I'll talk, because uh, of course I, I command the loyalty of antiques. So I, can, <laughs> I can just get one of the clocks on the inside it to let me in. What an incredible power! And they will be like Beauty and the Beast! I haven't, haven't revealed it at all. I'd <laughs> leave it until now, until it just Secret gets activated. If there is yeah. antique whisperer. Yeah. Yeah. If there is yeah. one power that Bertie does not have, it's commanding the loyalty of inanimate objects. Yep. <laughs> You've burnt that bridge. Yep. So yeah. let's go ahead and say, he controls them through <laughs> what do you do, Bert? So, is there any way of accessing the building from the front or side that Bert can see? Brute force. That's about it. Through okay. the walls. You've seen people do that. I have seen people go through the walls. You could probably run up to the shutter and using brute force try and tear it off the lock and pull, pull it up. I mean, you, you've probably broken into a shop before now for the, for the, for the humour of it. Was, it was induction into uh, <laughs> uh, the Bullington Club. There we go. Yeah. From a story point of view, Bertie would like to basically just shoulder charge the front door straight okay. away. Okay, in which case... But what? he obviously wants to do mechanically what is most likely to get him into the building. That's fine. So. so in which case you will want to do a charge, mm -hmm. but it's probably ending up to be a bull rush attempt. Okay, okay. which is a combat manoeuvre. So if you can give me a combat manoeuvre check, which is a d20 plus your combat manoeuvre bonus. 18 plus 7 is 25. 25? Yeah. Okay, so... You poke out your head from the side of the car and just rawr, charge. You do not get the chance to make any kind of reflex save. However, given you're moving, they do have to make the attack roll. So let's see if they get shot off on you. <laughs> no! <laughs> you hear the distinct sound of someone fluffing a shot and possibly shooting themselves. The squeal <laughs> and a, a single toe just bounces <laughs> down into the street. You slam into the main doorway, which has a shutter. You do not manage to break through, but there is a distinct Bertie-shaped indent into it, and it looks like if you were to rinse and repeat what you just did, you would tear through. But you have not made it through this time. Crumple zones. God, yep. Just bane your life, honestly. So, with that in mind, some things happen which you are not aware of. Yay. There great. is still the sound of... Sure they're great. <laughs> someone has a birthday somewhere. <laughs> in another place, kittens are born. Oh, <laughs> most uh, of them survive. Yeah, most of them survive. A toddler takes their first step. <laughs> All of this happens. A little girl is helped on her first bicycle ride by a loving father. However, the, the bicycle's no longer driving because it had an automated pedal system and it's just resting there in the weeds. Technology's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha, you're up. Whoa, which direction? Where do we go? He looks you slightly like blurry-eyed, looks left, looks right. Much of a muchness. It doesn't matter. We just okay. we need to be moving now. Shout, Bertie, follow us! And then throws a smokestack, smokestick yep. over the car uh -huh. and then drags, like pulls at Oscar Wilde uh -huh. and at uh, Zolf to run down the street to the flipper coin left. Okay, left it is. The smokestick is an alchemically treated wooden stick that creates a thick, opaque smoke when burned. So the smoke fills a 10-foot cube, and it's basically the fog cloud spell, if anyone's aware of that. If there's any strong wind, it dissipates quicker. However, you don't need to, I'm going to rule that the version that you have, you don't need to literally align. You can just throw it and it'll go off. So the street that you are all on becomes awash with thick, cloying black smoke. You are not going to need to have, make checks to breathe or anything. It is thoroughly unpleasant and acrid smelling, and it completely obscures you from the rooftops and almost from each other. 
Hanade, you're up. I cast Dancing Lights. Okay. I move the dancing lights in one direction mm-hmm. and follow Sasha in the other direction. Wise, clever. Look at this. Ooh, Look you all know like what Bertie. you're doing. Glittery, yeah. glittery <laughs> Bertie's going off in the other direction. Clever. <laughs> Wild takes a moment, looks left, looks right, and follows Sasha to he's, the left. He's been dragged. Yeah, the he's, he's moving with that. In which case, Zolf, you are up again. Cool. I'm going to move 20 feet. That means that I'm through the smoke, right? The smoke is 20 foot wide, so you are right at the edge of it. it. Was a 10 foot so, the cloud expands out from Zolf, and with that in mind, Bertie, you are up. You are now surrounded in enormous amounts of smoke. Bertie power attacks the door, making a noise that sounds a lot like your Wi-Fi password. <laughs> <laughs> um, would, you, would you like to try to pronounce that for Give us? Give me an attack roll whilst loudly declaring my Wi-Fi password. Seven <laughs> so, that is... 15. 15. You successfully managed to break down the door just. It's still like you're having to push your way past it if you do enter, but you take the attack, <laughs> you manage to break the door, you now have a move action still to use. Bertie's looking around inside the room that he has just entered. Is there a staircase or anything that would bring There is a staircase the... at the far side of the shop, which is full of, it looks like it's an antique shop that specialises in crockery. So there's lots of very narrow plinths and shinsy tables. Do you want to have China cast on me? <laughs> you do not, you do um, not, but I, I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. But you can see a clear path to a staircase leading up. Bertie charges as fast as he can up the staircase. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say that you can charge, however you will destroy everything in your path, but I'm assuming that's not Wait, wait, wait. I'll, I'll roll for it. If anything, um, feature. Not <laughs> priceless antiques. Well, I was going to go for total value. I'm rolling two D100s and a D10. <laughs> go for it. Uh, you destroy 20,030 gold. <laughs> Turns out you ran through a Ming exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> Ming is just northern for horrible. <laughs> you charge up the stairs. Okay. Then you hear the distinct sound of movement in the rooftop. So you make it up to the second floor. Before you get a chance to take note of what's happening, you hear the distinct sound of movement on the rooftop above you. You won't get more than that. Sasha, you're up. No idea that Bertie isn't following me. So no, not just just keep, keep running. So, assuming that you use both of your move actions... Uh, yeah, you... well, as much... I'm keeping Wild with me, so would slow down for him. Wild is under his own speed. Like, he can run as long as... Um... Yeah, but I'm keeping a hand on him. Okay. In which case, I would say, if you want to literally drag him along... Mm you will probably need to hold your action to be simultaneous with him. Yeah. Which is fine. Okay, Hamid, you're up. I cast message targeting Bertie mm-hmm. and whisper in his ear, Bertie, they've got reinforcements coming. You don't have time. We're running away. Does that need line of sight? Yes. <laughs> Which I totally have. Right. Damn it. For dramatic purposes. No. I catch a fleeting glimpse of him. Fair enough. GM says no. Oh, fine. Bertie just gets like this sort of a, a magical sound of like a voicemail. <laughs> yeah. Go, tunnel. <laughs> what do you do, Hamid? If I can't see Bertie, I don't know that he's run into the shop. Correct. In that case, I maintain concentration on the dancing lights. I send them out of the smoke in the other direction so they will now be visible. Uh-huh. And I move, behind, I follow Sasha. And okay. In which case then, Wild, obviously Sasha's hold held her action. Now Sasha and Wild are moving as one. So the two of you, yeah, run to the edge of the clouds. You overtake Zolf at the edge of the cloud and then enter his cloud (laughs) and make it to the edge of that cloud. Give me a perception check, both of you and... 21. 21. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you see that there are still, at the end of this street distance, uh, a good 100 feet away, there are some forces who are trying to mobilise. They do not know you are there. And it's clear that they are trying to coordinate against a tank still. Like, mm. they are all running left to right. They're not coming down street. this street. There is an alleyway between you and them, which is half of the distance along and on the right-hand side. So it goes leading back to... No, it will be leading away from where you were. We duck down the alleyway. You will not be able to make it to that turn, but okay. it's fine. So, with that in mind, Zolf, you are up. Cool, this is a double move action. I catch up with that lot. Okay, in which case, give me a second... What is your AC? Mine. Yep. Uh, my AC <laughs> is 11. 11. Okay, that is that is a helpful number for me. Yeah. Because they roll higher than that without any modifiers. Okay. Oh. 
that's what happens when you wear no armour and on a deck. You're just in a shirt. I'm just a man! <laughs> <laughs> I have a stolen rapier, but I'm just a man! Well, I'm just a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> just a dwarf standing on the side of a road. I mean, I'm, actually, I'm a magic dwarf, so <laughs> there's that, right? If a... Is it raining arrows? <laughs> I haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everyone sees this. An arrow arcs out from above the cloud because they have line of sight once you make it out of the cloud. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's going to slam Zolf in the back of the head, like a lethal blow. Mm-hmm. At the last second, just before it hits his head, it explodes into what looks like some kind of white light. You take, immediately, three non-lethal damage. Also, give me a will save. Are we fighting the fantasy SAS? <laughs> will saves? Uh, oh, my God. It's really good, isn't 13. it? 13. I added 10 to 3. Yeah. <laughs> you feel momentarily groggy, but manage to shake it off. Okay. But it is clear that they are firing something unusual and magical at you via these arrows. No, Who knows it's... what? <laughs> <laughs> so, Bertie, you are currently on the second floor of this antique shop. The stairs, if you're at the top of them and look back, obviously there is a narrow corridor that leads mm-hmm. to the front of the shop on the second floor. There is a door there. There is also a narrow corridor leading to the left and to the right. Both of those also have doors. One of them opens, exposing an extremely elderly woman poking her head out, looking frankly shocked at you. And the other door is wide open in the opposite direction. So you're currently facing a scared elderly woman, but with an open door in the opposite direction to that scared elderly woman. Does the open door look out to something that is obviously the roof? No, it just you, you can't see from this angle. It's just an open door. The elderly woman goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> But you understand that because you yes. now speak like 12 languages. Uh, six, elderly, but yes. Bertie <laughs> <laughs> takes a moment and goes, uh, Madam, I am Sir Bertrand McGuffigham. I seek ruffians. Which way? Uh, if you please. <laughs> she, this is all within six seconds, obviously. Yep. She closes the door and then pokes her head out. She's holding a bat. <laughs> it, it flaps. <laughs> squeaks very angrily at you. She, she, looks, she looks like she's... She thinks she can take you. Can I, I, I? Is it not possible for Bertie to attempt some sort of charm roll on the last one in terms of... Because he was trying to be polite there. No. 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 Roll Fine. with it. Uh, which is the door that is nearest to Bertie in terms of the ones that potentially exit out... But look, they might plausibly exit out into the room. There is either the door that she's just poked her head out of, or an equidistant door in the opposite direction, which is the one that was open, completely open. Better goes out the door that's already open. Okay, heading out the door that already open, you head into what turns out to be a narrow cupboard with stair, like a ladder access to the roof. Bertie follows that ladder access up. Okay, in which case you poke your head up. Yeah. And a trap does actually yeah. go off. However. It goes off without harming you. There's the distinct sound of a... And it, you see an arrow embed itself into what looks to be a parapet or something on the roof next to your head as you poke your head above the roof level. It didn't hit you, and what's more, it looks like no one on the roof is aware that you are there. We will get further with that in a moment. Bertie is very stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll take a break there. Tell no one! <laughs> we'll take a break there and be back in a couple of minutes. Alex here, just taking a moment to make a quick announcement. Rusty Quill Gaming will be appearing at the Nine Worlds Convention 2017 in London, England from the 4th to the 6th of August. We'll be featured in the gaming section for the entire convention in addition to participating in various other events and panels. So, if you'd like to come and play some games with myself and the rest of the Rusty Quill team, come along. More information and tickets are available online at nineworlds.co.uk. Thanks, and enjoy the rest of today's episode. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome back. So, Sasha, you're up run and haul everyone down the alleyway. Okay, in which case, what is your AC? 18. Okay, one second. Oh. One second can sometimes be good. It's not. (laughs) It's not. It's not. It's a very bad There's a little grin that you get. It's totally not good. Yeah. Okay. present falls from the sky. It's a teddy bear. (laughs) The teddy bear explodes. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know what build it is they have to allow them to fire this many arrows. That's all I'm saying. There might be lots of them. Two arrows streak out from the rooftop straight towards Sasha, dealing seven non-lethal damage. However, they are the same type of arrow as whatever was fired at Zolf. Yep. Give me two will saves. Is that a d20? Two d20s. Well, might as well, yeah. Do it it all at once. So, 14 and 9. Okay. So, the first arrow explodes, hits you in the back of the head. You turn slightly groggy as Zolf was. The second one explodes in your face. That's not ideal. Sasha collapses to the ground. She is unconscious. No one can determine more until people make heal checks and the like. You just keel over instantly. Okay. That's not very nice. Hamid, you have seen, yep. very near you, Sasha take an exploding arrow to the face and just drop. Yep. She doesn't appear to be particularly damaged in any way. Just She just hit the deck. I yep. mean, she's covered in scars and emotionally yeah. really Sorry, quite she, raw. She doesn't seem more, more damaged. damaged. <laughs> Zolf's like directly behind me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and he'll be much better at helping. Yep. Snap uh, decisions. I'm going to hide. Okay. Give me a stealth check. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a double move towards the alley entrance. Okay. But I'm going to be moving at half speed. Yep. Because I'm adopting a stealth stealthy That's approach, equaling out to be my normal movement. That's fine. Stealth roll. 26. Okay, cool. That'll do. So, yeah, you make it to the alleyway, no further shots happen, and no one else seems to notice you. I mean, that does sound a bit... Since we're running down an alleyway and they're already shooting at us, a bit like Skyrim, like, crouch! I'm like, yeah. Must have been the wind. I'm small. <laughs> I, I'm small. It's, like, easy, it's oh, easy to miss me. So. Oh, Lydia, crap. you're assuming that his stealth check had anything to do with it and not that everyone released their entire volley at you first. Yeah. <laughs> Could be either. Yeah, he's around the corner. We'll never know. We'll ne- smugly, like... It was definitely what I just said. <laughs> smugly hiding there, like, yeah, probably did that. Zolf, you're up. So, um, yeah, run up to Sasha's uh, unconscious form and go, mm-hmm. time for a bit of role reversal and try and pick her up onto my back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
you you succeed, I will allow you to make it all the way to the alleyway for the sake of speed. Brilliant. So you make it to the alleyway, and again, no no one can take any more shots because they literally fired everything at Sasha. Okay, and because I'm a ninja. Totally ninja. Ninja'd that. You are on a rooftop. Your head has just poked out of what is effectively a, a skylight. Really, there are two archers who are wearing drab grey clothing, and they are bristling with equipment. Both of them are currently notching new arrows to their bows and seem to be looking down towards the right. You don't know why, you know, for audience, obviously they're looking at the rest of the party. For you, you don't know that right now. So, so very quickly, at this point, Bertie has taken on the form of Ezio Auditori, the forensic. It's <laughs> astonishing to me, but here we go. Yeah. You currently... I mean. Assassin's Ooh, Creed. Okay. Flying over the head. <laughs> oh, wow, there's a dot above my head. I don't know if it's a bird or a plane. Sexy Italian assassin man and very much not a racist British aristocrat. <laughs> so, what do you do? How far away are the archers from Bertie? They are about ten feet away from you. Could Bertie walk up behind them and just shove them both off the roof? He could if he makes a successful stealth, uh, a successful stealth, stealth check. check. No, I'm just... <laughs> now I'm just, oh, now I'm just thinking of worms. You just try to use prod on them. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, snap, snap decisions, what are you doing? Uh, I feel like I should do that, even though the penalties are awful. Give Stop playing to win, play for fun. Give okay. it a go. Come on, roll a 20. No! Oh, no. <laughs> Three minus eight is minus five. <laughs> 17 off. I'm afraid that... I'm going to roll it anyway, just to see how badly you failed. Please get one. Please get one. Okay. I'm going to play this one out for you. All right. So, Bertie, he sees him, he's like, this is my moment. I can, I can do this. This is my moment. You reach Sasha your hand do over <laughs> and she's a lady. And place your hand on the rooftop. Tink! Instantly the two people immediately turn around. <laughs> oh come on! And load both of their bows at you because they have succeeded in reloading because it's a new round. <laughs> you are taking AC penalties because you are not in a particularly great situation, although you do have partial cover. Uh, it's just Bertie's head coming up in his hand, pushing himself Correct. over. Correct. Your AC is 20, yes? Yeah. Then I've got good news for you. Okay. One of them buries itself into the rooftop because, foolishly, they aimed at your heart, forgetting that that was below the rooftop, mm -hmm. and did a perfect shot. The other one, bing, straight between the eyes. It seems to be the same kind of arrow that they were firing at Sasha and Zolf. So you take doo -doo -doo -doo, five non-lethal damage. Mm-hmm. Give me a will save. Oh dear. <laughs> My will save is zero. Uh, nine. Nine? Yeah, nine. Sasha, it's your turn. Uh, continues to be unconscious, but dreams of the fact that Alex has said he's not going to split the party again. And since Bertie's going to wake up in like a wand dungeon, she thinks <laughs> that very little that the rest of the party attempts to do is likely to turn out well. It's a strange thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very strange thought for a little assassin to have, but... Somehow, somewhere, she hears the clatter of dice rolls. She's having an existential crisis. <laughs> Good God. Jumping ahead to Hamid. What do you do? Currently, Sasha is being carried. You've made it to the alleyway, and Zolf is hot on your heels. How's Wild doing? Wild is keeping up. He's now at the alleyway as well with Zolf, but he is... Yeah, still was. Yeah. yeah. Where, where's Bertie? I don't know. I, 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 I didn't see him. There was the smoke, and then we made it here. <laughs> Um, do we leave him? No, we can't. I'll, I'll there, go back. There's no way we're fighting an army. I'll just have to use this potion, I guess. That's all the speech you've got. What are you doing, Hamid? I am going to take a move action, going back towards the door of the shop. Uh -huh. I did see Bertie heading in that direction earlier. Yeah. And whilst moving, I'm going to slip the potion of invisibility I have out of my bag into mm -hmm. my hand. Correct. Okay. In which case then, Zolf, you're back up. Obviously, the conversation's just happened. Oh, for goodness sake, oh, I can't believe we're going to die for that idiot. Can I see the people on the roof? The no, um, okay. the alleyway is extremely narrow, and they have a certain sort of parapet thing going on at the top, like cornicing, which is overlapping to the point sure. where there's only a very narrow strip of light. That's fine. Right, in which case, I'm just going to blind fire an icicle down the streets towards the people prepping for the tank so that they're not... Okay. You know, so just trying to harass they them. They aren't aware that you're there yet. Then I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will stay there and stay quiet. Okay, that's fine. Basically, hold action. That's yep. fine. Bertie. 
for the, for the sake of listeners, not for Bertie, because he's mm-hmm. unconscious, there was the distinct sound echoing across the rooftops that sadly the party couldn't hear of the commotion of someone wearing full plate armour dropping down a ladder and then an elderly woman beginning to bat them. Clang! Yeah. Clang! Are you going to awake to two unconscious assassins and one old woman with a bat? I'll take you all on! Still with the potion of invisibility in my hand, I'm going to stealthily climb the stairs inside the shop. Okay. Give me a stealth check. 23. 23. You make it up. You see pretty much what I described, which is yeah. you make it to the top of the stairs, and there is a woman who is just bang, 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 going to town on Bertie's torso. There's the distinct sound of snoring, but she's completely unharmed. She's an elderly woman wielding a small, undersized... It might even be a cricket bat, but like a child's cricket bat. He's fine, but yeah. I think we're all surprised to find the evidence of cricket being played in Paris, mm. but uh, <laughs> apart from that... Yeah. Fantasy world, Bryn. Open your horizons. I drink the invisibility potion. Okay. Zolf, you're up. Well, I'm actually going to put Sasha down and give her a quick heel check, see okay. what's wrong with her. That is 29. 29. So you start doing administrations, you sort of look over her, check pulse and so on. You're like, okay, maybe it's time for poison. No, it won't be a poison. Not with that arrow. Okay, it's probably some kind of magical enchantment. There's a moment then you go, hang on, just slap her in the face. She wakes up. We're in the alleyway. Um, Hammond's gone back for Bertie because he's an idiot. That's what I said. Sasha, you're up. She shrugs at Zolf and says, for Hamid, not Bertie, and then it goes back out the alleyway. And okay. Goes to sneak to the shop. Give me a stealth check. So that's twenty-seven. There is a hairy moment where it looks like all of the people running past. Mm. One of them stops, turns around, but you've disappeared into the smoke already. Mm. You make it to the shop front, mm-hmm. stealthed, mm-hmm. ready to go. Hamid, back to you. You are now invisible at the top of the stairs, witnessing an old woman beating a large aristocrat. I take a coin from my pocket mm-hmm. and roll it noisily towards the other direction from Bertie. Okay. The elderly woman with the severe hearing problems does not hear the coin. She continues, bang, bang, I cast Dancing Lights. How do you cast Dancing Lights? In what way? As in, she's currently in a cupboard hitting him with her back to the I, door So Dancing Lights summons four torches yep. that I can move at will. Where are you moving them? So I'll, I'll cast them in front of me okay. and then send them towards her to distract her, get in, in front of her face, and then I'm going to use them to draw her back the other oh, way. Oh, okay. Because I can move them completely independently of me. The second that she sees them, she goes, Aah! begins swinging wildly with the bat at the lights, which obviously aren't affected, and then charges back into her room, screaming before closing the door. Great. Zolt, back to you. Oh. Yeah, I guess she was doing it for Hamid. And then I'm going to stand there not knowing what to do because I know I'm going to be seen by the small <laughs> army out there. So just, I'm going to dither. I'm going to spend an action dithering. <laughs> Give me a perception check. Yeah, sure. Uh, not, not a dither check. Yeah, <laughs> that is a 25. You, well, you have the time and this is for free. Just take a slight peek out of the side of the alley just to see what's happening. You see what looks like siege equipment moving along that crossroad Again, not coming down this alleyway, but significant amounts of, like, big equipment moving down the street. It looks like there might be something else going on rather than just chasing you. How the heck did they get this kind of stuff up here? Sasha, you're up. Uh, Go sneakily up the stairs to wherever I can hear the banging and... Ah! Give me a a perception check. 20. Okay. Give me a stealth check, Hamid. So I'm currently not moving and I'm invisible. So you have a flat plus 40. It's the yeah. woman who's <laughs> in here. Yeah. So you and my stealth up, check was 16. Yeah, you head up the stairs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hamid's not there. Mm-hmm. You see an unconscious Bertie face down. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you see what looks like someone wearing what you recognise as urban combat gear. Mm-hmm. And they appear to be setting something up at the top of the ladder above Bertie. Urban combat gear. My fashion choice. As you get to the top of the stairs, you hear out of the... Nothing beside you. Sasha! Hamid! Yes! Just shoot that guy and I'm out of bombs! And she's going towards Bertie to slap him in the face. Okay. She knows that works. Hamid, you're up. 
I load my crossbow and fire it at the guy above Bertie. I was invisible, so I catch him flat-footed, but it breaks my invisibility. Correct. Give me an attack roll. He will receive partial cover because the angle's involved. 14. 14. So the arrow buries itself into the door jam of the sort of skylight, and the person who was up top in the gear now sees a halfling wielding a crossbow and looking a little bit perturbed as your invisibility is worn off. Uh, I am, of course, dressed like a ninja. Of course you're dressed when like I, a ninja. When I, when I changed invisible, I was wearing my normal fancy suit. And yet, somehow, when the invisibility wears off, I'm wearing a completely different outfit. <laughs> of course, if you're going to do this, you've got to do it with class. I'm so glad that he's using his magical artifact responsibly. <laughs> Zolf, you're up. Continue to dither. Um, actually, just continue to keep watch, just to make sure nothing else like hideous happens. Okay, give me a perception check. That is a 21. Okay, you see, they haven't seen you. Mm -hmm. At the very, very far end of the alleyway that you are in, someone appears to be poking around at the far end. You can't see who they are, the distance is too great. There's a lot of detritus in the way. And so the alleyway and stuff. that I'm in? The alleyway that you're in. Okay. Um, not the street that you have come from height. at the very end. Hide, press myself against, like just hide behind a box Give or me a check. dumpster or something. I hope I get, you know, bonuses to this. Eight. Okay. Sasha and Hamid, you see the person who is at the top of the sort of skylight see Hamid and drop what they are doing, faff around, and then they are picked up and drawn a composite bow. They're not able to take the shot because whatever they were doing took a little bit of faff before they could do it. But mm -hmm. there is an arrow aimed straight at Sasha as the nearer of the two. Sasha, you're up. Uh, how hard is it to do some kind of acrobatics jump? It's going to do. You, I would acrobatics. allow you to do acrobatics mm -hmm. in the cupboard, up the ladder, yep. and to be on the same floor as them. You will, however, be taking penalties because that is a complex maneuver to be attempting. I mean, but that's that would. We've all seen American Ninja Warrior. It can yeah. definitely be done. I never said it was impossible. <laughs> I just uh, said that you might need to be an American Ninja finalist. To <laughs> I mean, I think go go, going go doing it. some kind of like ninja nonsense is exactly what Sasha would be wanting did I, to do. Did right? I say you were wrong? Yeah, no. let's 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 try. You no, know, like wall jumps. Yes, yes. This game. is the correct maneuver. Like, so she's jumping up. She's going to do wall jumps up the corridor and then like try and flip over the guy and stab him in the back. Because I'm incredibly generous, yes. I'm going to have said that because during, it's awesome. I'm going to say that also during some point in the combat, even though this didn't happen, mm -hmm. you have managed to reset your wrist sheaths and they are ready to go for when you jump up. I mean, it's something that she would do reflexively, but yes, yes. She, I always assume that if she has a moment to spare. <laughs> um, Give me the roll. Okay, that's a better be good. It's better be, please be good. Ooh, 19! Yeah. yeah, so you managed to do your hup, 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 up the side, like wall jumping, yeah. basically. Boing, boing, you boing, do a boing. Full, You do a full flip and then land facing the archer who has not had enough time to shift their aim from where you were to where you are. Yeah. I'll also allow you to have ching chinked with your Rashids yeah. if you want. Yeah, that will, of course. Stabby, stabby, stabby. You are now, yeah. however, on the far side of the skylight, so it's them, skylight, you. You're not behind them or anything like that. So, but I can stab them across the skylight. Yes, you can, because it's a narrow skylight. I will stab them across the skylight. Go for it. You take a single attack. 26. 26? Mm-hmm. Good hit. Yeah. Um, yeah, you manage to get a hit on them. They're not flat-footed, because you have that new shiny feet, but you're not... You didn't go through their square, you ended up opposite them, like I said. Sad face. But you do manage to stab them over the skylight, and I'll let you pick where you hit. I mean, I want to get him in the neck. <laughs> Makes but, sense. Okay, then give me a damage roll. It's, it does one damage. Okay, you get them in the neck. Gently. That, that has a really... <laughs> oh, that'll hurt. <laughs> but yeah, there's... It feels like quite a bit of a. <laughs> Give me a perception check. Uh, yeah, she, she's very aware that she looks like a div. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Mostly aware of how embarrassing that was. Thirteen. They were definitely setting up a new kind of trap at the top of the skylight. Huh. You don't have the time to see what they were setting up, but that's what they abandoned to then pull the bow back out. Mm. Hamid, you're up. I don't know that slapping Bertie in the face is going to wake him up. Correct. So I run to him, grab him by the feet, 
and drag him along the floor. Because that's the best I can manage. I certainly can't lift him. So what's your dragging capacity? Because that's tied to your carrying capacity. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be moving absolute minimum speed. It's going to be really hard for me to drag Bertie. I with believe, his weight. I believe, I believe it's possible. I believe it's possible. But just. But you are like... Yeah. It's probably <laughs> it's probably five foot around. Yeah. At I, most. You managed to pull him out of the cupboard. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Zolf, you're up. You have currently hidden. Cool. Well, thinking about the uh, things that could possibly happen to me, I am going to burn a second level spell and do cure moderate wounds on myself. Okay. What level are we? I forget. Five? Four. four. Okay, cool. So I heal myself for 2d8 plus 4 damage, which makes maths 11. The person at the end of the alleyway sees a little bit of light from your spell. They're not sure what they've seen. They start working their way down. You then see Wild, who has been backed up against a thing, kind of seems to be prepping himself, stands out, points his hand out, um, mutters something, sing song under his breath, and then again clicks his fingers. There is a brief flow of light from his fingers leading to the person. He then turns to look at Wild, looks slightly confused, shakes his head, and then yells, They're here. You idiot. I thought it'd work. Okay. <laughs> you're supposed to be so all-powerful, Brie. <laughs> it's just rubbish. <laughs> Sasha, you're up. She tries to do a flip over the guy to actually... Give me another acrobatics. acrobatics roll. Right, one damage. It's not going to live that down. 25. Yes, you successfully tumble through their square, uh, therefore rendering them flat-footed. And so stab him in the back proper this time. Correct. My attack roll is 24. 24? That's a hit. Yay. That's a good okay. hit. 2d6 big plus hit. d4 damage. So 7. I do 7 damage. You do 7 damage? Okay. Yeah. This time you're like, hmm, that's definitely where their neck is, and bury a dagger in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, it's a little bit lower than you'd like, so you've mostly just rendered maybe one arm incapacitated. You haven't really managed to sink it in into the jugular. Just study anatomy, Sasha, for <sighs> goodness sake. But nonetheless, you, you get a really solid hit, and I'm now behind that person. Mm. Okay. Hamid, you're up. I drag Bertie another five foot. Okay. Did Bertie wake up until it being dragged across the floor? I'm afraid not. There is a very specific way to wake you up, okay. which Hamid is not aware right. of. I don't know it, I'm afraid. All right. You I'm going to start dragging you down the stairs in a minute. Okay. Give me a good <laughs> give, then you'll wake up. Give yeah. me a reflex save. Me? Yes. Aww. 16. You're pulling him to the tip of the stairs. You lose your footing. It looks like you're about to drop him down the stairs, which metagame would have woken him up. At the last second you managed to catch him. <laughs> oh, it's okay. But he stays unconscious. Aww. I hate you. <laughs> Zolf, you're up. I'm going to kick wild. <laughs> Not... To damage, but just because he's an idiot, yep. <laughs> and fire an icicle at the man who knows. Fire the now. icicle. Uh, so it's a range touch attack. Achoo. I think. Yeah, range touch. Yep. Get seven of these a day. I hit a fourteen. A fourteen. So it hits just. Sure. Just. Six damage. It's cold. Six damage. Cold. So he gets as far as they're hit a lot. At which point, <laughs> an icicle hits him in the mouth, oh. and he staggers backwards. Fair enough. Mm, okay. Sasha. Refreshing. <laughs> Sasha, you it's hear like the... a Calippo. <laughs> <laughs> an angry Calippo. <laughs> Sasha, you hear the distinct sound of an arrow loosing behind you. You have sufficient time to turn around, see exactly the same kind of arrow that hit you last time, and go, no, 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 not this time. <laughs> you duck. Yeah. It goes over your head. It does not hit the person. Oh! It nearly did, but not quite. Hamid, you're up. Continue dragging Bertie. Give me a reflex save. 24. Why? Why do you make the saves now? You successfully, really carefully drag Bertie. I'm going to allow you to have made it to the bottom of the stairs because, you know... He, he falls it, Yeah, you're getting yeah. a bit of speed, but you get him to the bottom of the stairs really gently, really nicely, like no bumps, no scrapes, nothing to wake Bertie or bring him into this fight in any way whatsoever. Are you being that careful? Carefully, are you just being as quick as possible or careful? I'm, yeah, I'm probably prioritising speed, and I'm, I'm physically incapable of doing anything other but than you, drag him. You rolled a 24. Yeah. Zolf, you're up. So I am going to, now that he's been distracted by the icicle in the mouth, run forward, okay. rugby tackle him, and try and gag him and stop him from giving up opposition. Okay, give me a bull rush attempt, it would be for tackling. Uh, cool. Uh, <laughs> that's a quick fail. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled so, a one. I rolled a one. 
So you charge, you charge, <laughs> you, you are aiming straight for him, you are set. At which point, a sewer grate in front of you lifts up, revealing an enemy combatant. You kick them in the face, unaware that they are there, completely flip over and land face first, prone, in front of the person you were trying to tackle. What a day. <laughs> and I think we'll close the episode there. <laughs> It's not going great. No. Not not our best day. Well, you say that. I did quite a lot of tumble turns. I think the worst day was when we like all pretty much died. Yeah, it's not your worst. Yeah, it's not as bad as that though. Not your no. best day. I successfully manoeuvred Bertie down the stairs without causing him any damage at all. Which Bertie frankly, I've mean, that. That's really a appreciates that. pretty good achievement. <laughs> yeah. I think we should all be impressed by Hammond's ability to pull that off. It's, it's like getting a newborn out. baby into the back of a Nissan without waking him. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite, it's quite impressive. <laughs> So we'll close there and we hope you all tune in next time and hopefully maybe like James will be conscious. That'd be, that'd be good. That'd be a bonus for an episode. We'll see. But until then, see you guys. Bye. Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill, or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Thanks for listening. Nimble on those wet feet. Do you leave wet footprints? I don't know, do I? That would be quite inconvenient. You leave a slight dampness, but not a full. (laughs) (laughs) Like a snail. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's slightly damp. (laughs) Zulf has been here this night. I I smell the sea. Excuse me, are you familiar with my moist legs? Uh, cloud spreads in a 20-foot radius from me and um, obscures all sight beyond five feet. Uh-huh. Not a fart cloud! <laughs> it's a cloud of water vapour! Come on! But let's be honest, it does follow you around wherever yeah. No, it doesn't. It's so clammy. It, it, it gets generated from me, but then ah. it stays where it is. So oh, I will run out of it again. Like a, it's like a lingerer. Fart. Yeah. It's not lifts. All right, guys, you caught me. It's a fart. Right, so... Big farty smell. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the programme audio series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.